Hi. From Alok Astana, these are some very insightful learnings after reading Jawaharlal Nehru's book, The Discovery of India. Jawaharlal Nehru, as you know, was the first Prime Minister of India. Now, this book has really changed my understanding of India, which I am ashamed to say was very poor till now. So, let's get on with this. Primarily, has India been an agrarian agricultural economy or an industrial economy? I had always thought that India, and it is being, I read it, read it all over, that India has been a very strong agricultural economy. But that's not correct. Primarily, India has been in the past an industrial economy and manufacturing economy. The strength of India, we, had a, we were a very wealthy nation. We were so wealthy that people from all over the world, the Portuguese, the French, the Brits, came here to take things from us. What were they taking from us? Certainly not grain and vegetables which we were producing in the fields. It was finished goods, manufactured goods. It was cloth, it was machinery, it was stuff that they were taking from here, that they were wanting to uh, export, take out from India. India was an industrial economy. Things were being made in India. And that was destroyed by the British for the very selfish reasons. They, they came here, they saw our industrial economy, the infrastructure which was primarily city-based and not village-based. It was wrong to say that India lived in its villages initially. No, it wasn't. Since it was an industrial manufacturing economy, India lived in its cities in whatever form they were. Calcutta, Hooghly, Dhaka, that is where the majority stayed and made things, manufactured things, which was traded the world over. The Brits came here, after some time, they destroyed our manufacturing base uh, by levying sanctions, etc. to ensure that uh, the stuff being made in England was brought in here. And thereby, millions and millions of people, artisans, people who had skill in their hands, were forced to shift out to the villages because there was nothing, no job left in the cities. So it is after the Brits came that India started being shifted to being an agrarian economy out of necessity. They were forced to. And since, the, since that great shift took place, India was destroyed. The people were made to shift to the villages and the British rules were such that there was a zamindari system created and the people who shifted from the cities to the villages had absolutely nothing to do but practically servitude under the zamindars. So that was the Brits doing. The second point I realized is about how Indian history, the contemporary history shows how hatred against the Mughals and uh, by reflection their religion that is Islam being created in India of today is being said that the Muslims did all the harm and therefore the Muslims must be punished. Yes, indeed, the Mughal emperors did destroy some temples. They did have uh, create uh, cruelty. But that's the way an, uh, a ruler worked and still works. That has nothing to do with religion. Yes, some temples have destroyed. A lot of people must have been beheaded. 
is was that so much that today we use that as an excuse to project that islam and everybody who every muslim is an enemy of india because of what aurangzeb did what aurangzeb and the moguls did was absolutely nothing to what the brits did to us in just about 150 years they looted india you should know that the word word loot is a hindi word and it was so prevalent in the conversation of the brits that it soon became a british word in the english lexicon because they looted india and not only did they loot the money of india millions and millions were killed by the acts of the brits we should know about the starvation of bengal and of odisha it was all by the brits so a religion that is christianity of which which killed millions and millions of people in india is not hated by indians today but are, and people who took money out of india to their homelands the moguls killed very few in relation comparatively and they came here they married here they died here and they are being made to appear as the villains of the peace whereas the christians who literally killed uh, about uh, 10000 times more than what the moguls killed and took the money of india out of india and destroyed india's economy their religion christianity is not being treated as uh, the enemies of india and and why is that being done that that's purely bjp's game but logic tells me that if anybody who's killed a few lakh indians and destroyed india's temples should be treated as a perpetual enemy of hindus then then there is no there is no way you should be going to the queen today and bowing your head in front of the queen and then after independence becoming a part of the commonwealth of nations i mean that's ridiculous people who screwed you outright you went and bowed your head and said become a commonwealth of nations and we are we are your partners even today the hindu has a much 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 greater hatred with the muslims than against the christians and as i said that that's not the common logic that's what the bjp has done to india but that's outrightly stupid the third thing is uh, the power that the aurangzeb or uh, akbar enjoyed was not unlimited power they were accountable in many ways but the viceroy of india was not accountable to anybody he, he the power that the viceroy of india enjoyed was actually more than that of hitler he was accountable to nobody not even the british uh, government he was absolute did what he felt like doing and from where did the brits get their power at least when the east india came in here don't no no not from the british government the british government only gave them a charter to trade with india nothing more so the power that these uh, initial british indians uh, of the east indian company enjoyed over the indians was given by the by the indians by the diwan by the mughal courts of delhi they had the diwani farman 
mean the whole thing is such that it opens your eyes and uh, so so the power to screw indians were was not was not given by the british uh, crown it was given by the the mogal king at at delhi who himself had no power so actually the british power was nothing it was null and void but despite all that today we believe that india was a great agricultural economy the wealth and the prosperity of india lay in its villages not in its cities uh, the christians uh, the muslims were the actual cruel people who plundered india and today their progeny the aftabs and akhlaqs of india should be punished for the sins of aurangzeb whereas the christians did nothing bad to india that's okay india was in any case a third class economy they just came and gave you everything so the christians we have nothing against the christians and uh, that whatever they did was under the power of the british crown absolutely wrong so this is uh, part 1 of my insights uh, there will be more coming and i am i'm absolutely ashamed that i did not know these things and i am ashamed that most of the indians even today do not know these things and i am very proud that the first prime minister of india shri jawaharlal nehru was such a learned and erudite man who knew so much to be able to write about it authoritatively in his book we need such uh, prime ministers we don't need illiterates as prime ministers i'll be putting in part 2 of this also Thank you.